welcome back Heming Brainiacs to the podcast Talking about a little bit of the old Henry King Bishop of Chichester Back home, home again, la-di-da Back to beautiful Doreen Oh god, it's freezing it's so cold here in Melbourne in winter But we had a nice little tropical break So we're refreshed, we're ready to get back into the grind um, it is nearly two in the morning though, we've just landed and I really want to get to bed. So, what do we learn about old Henry King? Swim says the mama fishy says, or should I say, uh, Francis says, well, I learned a new word out of this batch, exequi. Late Middle English, uh, it means funeral ceremonies or to follow after. The internet tells us that perhaps his most famous piece of work was an allegory of his departed wife, Anne Berkeley, who he married in 1617. She bore him six children, although only two of these survived infancy. Yikes. It was only a short marriage of around seven years, but he was clearly deeply affected by her passing. The result was a poem called The Exequy, written in the style of John Donne, According to many literary historians, perhaps his most famous piece of war work. Um, poor woman must have died from plain exhaustion from being constantly pregnant. She died young. She was 24 and he was 20, 32. Wow, she died at 24 after having six kids. That is a fair effort. They'd been joyfully married since she was about six, since she was 16. Soon after her death, he wrote his great poem. He never remarried. So there is that. From what I can tell, we are moving out of the Elizabethan and Jacobean poets and into the metaphysical poets. Metaphysical poets is a group of poems that share common characteristics. They are all highly intellectualized, use rather strange imagery, use frequent paradox, and contain extremely complicated thought. The themes that are most common to metaphysical poetry are love, lust, religion, and mortality. Morality, I should say, sorry. Some of the authors who explored these themes were John Donne, George Herbert, Andrew Marvel, and Henry Vaughan. John Doon is known as the founder of Metaphysical Poets, a term created by Samuel Johnson in the 18th century English essayist, poet, and philosopher. Alright, okay, so... We're going to get a bit of a shift in tone, if I'm not mistaken, as we enter these next poems. Um, we are now up to... George Herbert... And these are George Herbert's poems. He was born 1593, died 1632. Virtue, sweet day, so cool, so calm, so bright, the bridal of the earth and sky. The dew shall weep thy fall tonight, for thou must die. Sweet rose, whose hue angry and brave, bids the rash gazer wipe his gaze. Thy root is eve ever in its grave, and thou must die. Sweet spring, full of day, sweet days and roses, a box where sweets compacted lie. My music shows ye have your closes, and all must die. Only a sweet and virtuous soul, like seasoned timber, never gives. But though the whole world turn to coal, then chiefly lives. Easter. Sorry, this is another poem. Easter. I got me flowers to straw thy way. I got me bows off many a tree. But thou wast up by break of day, and broughtest thy sweets along with thee. Yet though my flowers be lost, they say a heart can never come too late. Teach it to sing thy praise this day, and then this day my life shall date. Discipline. 
Throw away thy rod, throw away thy wrath, O my God, take the gentle path. For my heart's desire unto thine is bent, I aspire to a full consent. Not a word or look I affect to own, but by book and thy book alone. Though I fail, I weep, though I halt in pace, yet I creep to the throne of grace. Then let wrath remove, love will do the deed, for with love stony hearts will bleed. Love is swift of foot, love's a man of war, and can shoot and can hit from far. Who can escape this bow, that which wrought on thee, brought thee low needs must work on me? Throw my throw away thy rod, though man frailties hath, thou art God, throw away thy wrath. A dialogue, man. Sweet, sweetest saviour, if my soul were but worth the having, quickly should I then control any thought of waving, but when all my care and pains cannot give the name of gains to thy wretch so full of stains, what delight or hope remains? Saviour. What, child, is the balance thine? Thine is poise and measure. If I say thou shalt be mine, finger not thy, my treasure. What the gains is having thee do amount to only he, who for man was sold, can see the transfer the accounts to me. Man. But as I can see no merit leading to this favour, so the way to fit me for it is beyond my savour. As the reason then is thine, so the way is none of mine. I disclaim the whole design, sin disclaims and I resign. Saviour, that is all, if that I could, get without repine, repining, and me and my clay, my creature, would follow my resigning, Saviour knowing, that as I did freely part, with my glory and desert, left all my joys to feel all smart. Man, ah, no more, thou breakest my heart. The Pulley When God at first made man, having a glass of blessing stand by, let us, said he, pour on him all we can, let the world's riches which dispersed lie contract into a span. So strength first made a way, then beauty flowed, then wisdom, honour, pleasure, when almost all was out, God made a stay, perceiving that all of all, alone of all his treasure rest in the bottom lay. For if I should, said he, bestow this jewel also on my creature, he would adore my gifts instead of me, and rest in nature, not the God of nature, so both should be losers be. Yet let him keep the rest, but keep them with the repining restlessness. Let him be rich and weary, that, at least, if goodness lead him not, yet weariness may toss him to my breast. Last poem is called Love. Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin, but quick-eyed love observing me grow slack from my first entrance in drew nearer to me sweetly questioning if i lacked anything a guest i answered worthy to be here love said you shall be he i the unkind ungrateful are my dear i cannot look on thee look love took my hand and smiling did reply who made the eyes but i truth lord but i have marred them let my shame go where it doth deserve and know you not says love who bore the blame my dear, then I will serve. You must sit down, says love, and taste my meat. So I did sit and eat. Ah, uh, and those are the poems of George Herbert. 
old Georgie Porgy. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.